Hi, Life Center family. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are uh, on this day. Uh, we are uh, to come here before you. First of all, we want to bless you. And we want to encourage you today with the word of God. And uh, I know my wife has a word that she's going to be sharing with you. And uh, I believe God has dropped this uh, on her. She was up late just making notes. And uh, I'm excited to see God move in the midst of what's going on. So go ahead, honey. Let's pray. Can we pray first? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you that we can do this. God, we know this is my first time doing something like this, but God, you're stretching all of us. We're living in a time that we never thought would be possible, but we're going to be overcomers. So God, I just thank you for filling my mouth today. I thank you for your word that will bring life. And I thank you, Lord, that you're with everyone that's watching in Jesus' name. Amen. So the message that I'd like to share with you is that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. In Revelations 12:11, it says, they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. As we are here this um, day and we're recording, Coronavirus is, that's all we're hearing. And the Lord, you know, we're hearing that this virus is like the crown virus. And the Lord put on my heart that we need to take courage like never before. And that there is a crown that is much higher than this virus. And it's the crown of Jesus Christ. The blood that was shed on Calvary for all of us. And um, I'm going to read more from my notes because um, this is the first time I'm really ever doing something like this. And I am a little uncomfortable. And I think we're all uncomfortable in this season, but I really believe that God is causing us to live life differently in the midst of being uncomfortable. He's asking us to be courageous. And that's why I'm here. I'm here for moral support. Yes. Um, and just praying for my wife, and uh, so just please extend some grace. This is new to us, very uh, out of our comfort zone. But I think it's it's a season where people where people need to step out of their comfort zone to see the God of all possibilities come through in every aspect of your life. Yes. So um, in the scriptures. Um, when it says, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because the word of their testimony, they did not love their life even when faced with death. I believe now more than ever before, the power of sharing testimonies is going to help us all overcome. I feel that the body of Christ has the ability to do this um, on your phones via Instagram or Facebook and um, just reaching out to neighbors and family, um, asking them if there's a prayer need that they have, but also giving them words of encouragement through the testimonies. So God, we just, we really thank you that you are equipping the saints 
to release testimonies like never before to conquer the fear and the death that's trying to plague this earth. God, we, we thank you that you said this is the way we will overcome in the book of Revelations. So um, in John 16, 33, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. Sal and I have been walking with Christ now for 30 years, and we can attest that we have been through some crisis situations in the past years. Did you hear me? I said we got through them. We are going to get through this, family. This is our testimony. Were they painful? Yes. Did we fear when we were going through them? Yes. But through Christ, he gave us daily grace and strength to persevere in the midst of adversity. Watching others suffer has been something that God has kind of put my life amongst. For some reason, my involvement with loved ones in the midst of crisis seemed to have happened more than I would have liked. However, every time I have been placed in a crisis, it became another opportunity to experience greater intimacy with Christ. His presence only intensified that much more. He is our ever-present help in time of need. This is a war for us, but not to shrink back, but to be active with faith for those that are in our spheres of influence, to stand in the gap of prayer for encounters. I just want to add, mm-hmm. that, um, you never think you're fully ready for what is about to come in your life. Um, however, those are the times that you need to lean on God most. And it's not your strength, it's not what you can do, but sometimes things happen and you're the best qualified. So we're saying right now, community, mm-hmm. church, you are the best qualified to encourage of people who is searching for answers, who is a bit anxious, who is a bit nervous, but you are qualified to extend the peace of God, to pray for the peace of God. So it's not us, uh, we don't choose the times when we live, um, but here we are. And so God is pushing us into this place where, okay, it's not about you anymore, Sal. It's about me. So go forth. And God is, even now, as we're going through this, um, God is putting different people in our path who at times seem a little bit desperate. And here we are. We are called to speak peace over their life and to speak encouragement into their life. That's so good, Sal. And, you know, um, when, when we started our business, and um, it was in 1993, and our business is called Cornerstone Designs, and because he is our cornerstone. 
And when we started in 1993, there was a recession. And we were told that we were crazy to step out and start a business. But the Lord really spoke to our, my husband and confirmed to Sal that this is a time, Sal, and through um, much prayer and seeing God's faithfulness for about a year when I was uh, not employed and we were only on one income, I had faith for him to step out. And so I said, Sal, we saw God's provision for a year. So if the Lord is calling you to do this, I really do believe that we can go forth. And but it's at the times in, in the untested waters mm -hmm. that we see the hand of God. So, you know, it's, uh, it's like the verse says, unless you step out of the boat, you know, it was Jesus who called Peter out of the boat. He says, come. You know, Peter said uh, to Jesus, if it's you, call me. And he said, come. Ask me to come. He said, come. So when he stepped out of that boat, he took that step, and God, he was walking on water, things he could never do before. As his eyes were focused and fixed on him, he was able to do the unthinkable. Amen. And God has been able to do things through you, which are amazingly uh, amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, because it's not you, it's him. And he wants all the glory. So this is where I really feel faith right now in the season that we're living in. Because I believe that in this time of crisis, we are going to be greater overcomers because we go from strength to strength and faith to faith and glory to glory. God is really going to challenge us in this time to press in, to hear his voice, to do things differently that, that may cause us to really come out of our comfort zone and not only that, but just open a whole new door of opportunity for us that we never thought imaginable. I mean, as, I'm, as we're doing this right now, it's surreal to us. It is. I would have never thought we would have been pastoring a church. I got saved at Goldman Sachs. Amen. I got saved right here. I got saved here 30 years ago. And if it wasn't for my dear friend who was bold enough in the marketplace to share with me the good news, I don't know where I would have been. But she shared the good news, and I feel the body of Christ is being challenged like never before to share the good news with your coworker, with your family, with your neighbors. This is good news. He loves us, and he has made us overcomers. So I'm going off script because this is, I'm just being led by the Spirit of God right now, how things are just coming to me through the Holy Spirit. So again, thank you for your patience as this is being recorded. Um, I want to share with you um, another scripture, and it's Revelations 2.10. And it says, do not fear what you are about to suffer. Look, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison to test you, and you will suffer tribulation for 10 days. Be faithful even unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Some of us feel like we're in a prison right now as we're being under lockdown. 
Some of us feel like our whole world has been so rocked from our normalcy that we don't even know really who we are or where we are or what's happening. It's like who, what, where. It's just, it's again surreal. Like, is this really happening? And I want to go back to another testimony on 9-11. And when we were here in New York City living in Brooklyn, we just could not believe of the atrocity that happened. And I remember being in my car and just seeing the smoke coming out for days and saying, God, what is happening? What is happening? And it, it was just devastation and families broken. But here we are almost 20 years later and the Freedom Tower has been built. Guys, do you hear this? A Freedom Tower has been built in the midst of disaster, when we saw devastation, now there's a freedom tower. Now in this area where it was just covered with soot and, and people's lives destroyed, we're again in a season of lockdown, but I'm believing that in this season of lockdown, that families are going to be restored like never before. We cannot go forward in this world without the family units being restored. So I'm, I'm sharing this with great passion in my heart to see the hearts of the fathers restored to children and children's hearts restored to their parents. I'm, I'm believing that this time of lockdown in homes for moms and, and dads that are going through um, teaching their children things, but somehow through the friction, somehow through the through the situations that we didn't plan for, that there's going to bring a unity in that unit like never before. Your children are going to honor you in new ways, and you're going to honor your children in new ways. Okay. Sal, you want to say anything? Um, we're just coming here as... Uh here we are, mothers and fathers, being into this community and to the community at large. Um, we just want to encourage you yeah. that God is in control. This is a message of hope. This is a message of good news. God is in control. No matter what happens, God is in control. That's what we need to stay, take a hold of, you know, and, and hold, uh, take a hold of. And um, this is our greatest opportunity to shine for the church. Um, like we said, you know, in, in this time of lockdown, encourage one another. This is a time to encourage one another, to lift each other up, uh, refine yourself. I know my wife sometimes we're by our, uh, ourselves at home and we're finding new ways of uh, finding new love for each other. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I, I mean that sincerely. And that, that goes between brothers, sisters, uh, husband and wife, uh, parents. Um, because you know what? When tragedy and, and, and circumstances beyond our control hit us, somehow we are uh, designed to rise above 
uh, the circumstance and to encourage one another and to stick one another and to do something that we had done before in order to help one another. Uh, we were walking yesterday and uh, we we're just trying to help people, saying hello to people we've never seen before. But you know what? When you do that, you change the atmosphere. People are like are taken back, like, oh, hi, like, oh, hello, you know? And, and you, you kind of break that which is um, tense in them by just speaking that word with love. Hi, and a smile. It, you, you, I, I can't hug you now, but you can imagine what that smile can do. I mean, I love hugging people because I think that breaks every barrier, every um, uh, wall that stands. But as you just speak with love, with the love of God, you can, you'll break through any, any, uh, any walls that people have up. I, I mean, we saw yesterday just walking in the mm -hmm. park and uh, I encourage you to, to, to just to exercise that and to be who you were created to be. Yeah. So good. For such a time as this. Amen. So good. Um, let's continue. You know, when you're, when you're home, I want you to take this time to say, Lord, bring to remembrance the little things, the great things that you've done in my life. Bring them to remembrance. Because when we remember, it's almost like even now with the elderly, I think about my parents, I think about my grandparents and what they've gone through. And I remember the stories around the table of World War II, of the Great Depression. And I remember the stories of when there was sickness in the family and the family united to see that person healed. And I remember the times when, through prayer, when we're praying for loved ones, and then a person passes. And those of you who know us, Sal lost his sister to brain cancer. And we prayed fervently for her miracle. But I know that I know that now she's seated with Christ in heavenly places. And she's praying with him face to face for all of us. So in the midst of adversity, there's something about remembering every season that we go through. It's something about asking those that are elderly in our families, tell us a story. Tell us a story when you overcame. I think we need to hear that more. I, we need one another. You know, the other day I was just, I got my aunt on the phone who's 90 years old and my dad on the phone who's 88 years old and my uncle on the phone who's 83. We did a little conference call together and I love my aunt and she just kept saying, we're the greatest generation. We're the greatest generation. And I want to declare that over the elderly right now who are suffering through this coronavirus. You are the greatest generation. 
Thank you for the sacrifices that you've made. Thank you for being a people that have gone through wars. Thank you for being a people that have loved and are possibly suffering now. But we just want to say thank you for paving the way for us to be here and for our children to be here and our future and our grandchildren and future children. We just want to say thank you. Thank you for the sacrifices that you paid so that I know for, for Sal's like mom and dad and, and others, I know my grandfather came as an immigrant to this country and you know it was hard what they did, but life is hard. And we're, we're learning a, a, a time like never before to persevere, to come together, to encourage one another. And this is how we do it. We remember where it all started. Jesus, when he came to earth, he knew what he was going to do. And, you know, to think about it, I had this moment this, this morning as I was reading over my notes, and he spent 30 years with his mother, Mary, and his father, Joseph, and he, he honored his family, his earthly family unit. He honored, he honored them. He, he worked with his carpenter, Joseph, and he, he studied the scriptures in his neighborhood and, and he honored his mother. And then all of a sudden, God just said, his father said it was time. It was time after 30 years of being with his, his natural parents on the earth to be thrusted into doing the will of the father. And I that our heavenly father, and I want to say today that we're going to be thrusted for such a time as this to do the will of our heavenly father, wherever that may be. And we need the encouragement through the testimonies to know that if God did it for one person, he can do it for us. And we need to transform the atmosphere of the negative news that we keep hearing right now and release good news through the airwaves like never before. I want to believe for the testimonies of the saints through the blood of the lamb that we're going to change the atmosphere I'm tired of the bad news. I'm, I'm tired of it. And I'm believing for the church of Jesus Christ to rise up like never before to be proclaimers of the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimonies. Jesus came so that we may have life and life more abundantly. It's his crown of life that he wants to place on our heads so that we will not be tormented by panic and fear, but that we will be full of faith. 
Jesus paid the price in full on Calvary. He took that crown. He allowed, he allowed the crown to be placed on his head. He allowed the blood to drip from his head. He allowed the, the spear to be pierced on his side so that his blood would redeem the earth. It was his sacrifice for mankind to bring humanity back into fellowship with our heavenly father. This is good news. He took the sin of the world upon himself. My husband and I, we were strangers to him. Even though we grew up in, in a Christian faith, we knew of him, but we didn't know him. And this is what Christ wants to do. He wants you to know him in the intimacy of suffering. No one wants to suffer. Our flesh doesn't want to suffer. But yet we know today, uh, you know, I, I watch my daughter is home and she loves to work out and she really works out hard. You know that slogan, it says, no pain, no gain. And many of us are really focusing on physical workouts right now to keep our minds sane and our bodies in tune. But God is working in us another muscle and it is our spiritual um, nature. It's our spiritual muscle. And some of us are too focused on our um, physical and we're negating our spiritual. And I really believe it's a time for our spiritual life to be strengthened like never before. You know, Jesus said he only did what he saw the Father doing. And I really believe that the Father, through his Son and through the power of the Holy Spirit, is going to allow us to receive such revelation and understanding of what the scriptures are saying. God wants you to read his word. God wants you to hear about his word through those that um, may share their testimony. Do not repel the good news. Embrace it. Yeah, I, we really feel that. that and uh, we're practicing that also ourselves. We're stepping into, we're pressing into uh, the presence of the Lord, that we're pressing into his heart more and more. Uh, what, what are you saying, Lord? You know, And, you know, there's been times where I keep watching the news and so anxiety takes over me. And, uh, you know, and, and that's when we decide to, like, take a walk and just enjoy the awesomeness of God. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is this, like, you know, there's that song that says, um, in his presence, uh, you know, all things of this world go shrink to the den. How true, how true is that? So we, we encourage you during this time even to like, 
press in. This is, this is unprecedented times. This is like uh, nothing that we could have designed. No. You know, this is something that God is saying, okay, here you are, and there's a new uh, shift for you. Um, you need to know how I'm moving, when I'm moving, so press into what I'm doing now. And, and that I think that as we worship him, that is so key. Um, we want to keep worshiping, lifting up his name, even in our home, whatever you're doing, whatever it is that you're doing, just worship music is key, right, Joe? Mm -hmm. Yes. Know, we, we are so uh, big on that, you know? <laughs> um, because that's what takes your mind off of whatever's going on and just focus, refocuses you on what he's doing. And um, yeah, so... so even as we, my wife was sharing, 30 years we, we've been in the faith and uh, we have seen the hand of God over and over and over again. We're talking about testimonies. God has a testimony for each and every one of us. First of all, we wouldn't be here if not for his grace and his mercy. Uh, that alone is a testimony. Um, and God wants you during this time to look back, we call it a book of remembrance, where you go back and say, God, you have been good to me in the past. You, and if you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore, you will see us through, and we will come out from this fire without even the smell of smoke on yes. our Yes. Because you are here in our midst. Yes. You are here with us. You don't send us alone. You don't call us out just to be alone. But you are here with us. So we want to recognize and we want to be aware how close yes. he is to us in this time and every day. Yes. I mean, we're so excited. I mean, God is so good. I just want to share one testimony. Well, yes. A lot of you know us and uh, we have a ton of testimony, especially of the faithfulness of God. Yeah. But I, I, want to, I just want to share something like some people are like going through, you know, they lost their jobs now, and we're going off script again. But yep. here we are. That's who we are. People that know us, they, they know who we are. And people, you know, lost their jobs and like, oh my God, how am I going to do it? So when I decided to go out on my own, uh, it wasn't uh, good. that, okay, I had all this money, I can carry the business oh. for years and I'm okay. <laughs> No, it was like, oh my God, I'm stepping out of this boat, onto this water. I just, God, just don't make me sink. Yeah. Keep me afloat. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes we settle for a little, and that's part of our renewing of our mind. God says, ask and it shall be given unto you. You know, so we need to learn how to ask and out of the heart and connect with the heart of God. But anyway, so um, I remember that at that time, uh, uh, we, we just had enough money just to buy the everyday groceries, but we didn't have money for fruit, fruits and that, uh, fruits really, remember? That was prior to the business. No, it wasn't. It yes. Was during the time. Here we go. Here we you go, know, we're you know, online. So this is awesome uh, <laughs> at our best. Anyway, but just the, the goodness of God. And uh, so here we are with just enough and my wife calls me up and she says, you know, I can't take it. I need to go back to work. This is not working. We don't have enough money. How are we going to live? We don't even have money for fruit. What are we going to do? Uh, and she's crying. She's a cerebral crying. So here I am trying to concentrate on what I'm doing. Impossible. Um, because she's screaming, yelling, crying. Um, she sounds pretty desperate. But wouldn't you know, 
at that hour. The doorbell rings. It's my next door neighbor. The lady, the old lady, uh, the old Jewish lady next to us, very sweet. She shows up at our door with a fruit basket this big. There's enough fruit for like two, three weeks. That's how God works. Now, he likes to work at the last hour. I don't know why. Because he wants to show off <laughs> that he is God. And with him, he's always on time. We may think he's late, but yeah. he's always on time. Yeah. So I want to encourage you if, you, if you lost your job, just know that God is in control. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you think, like, how are we going to make it? God is in control. Yeah. God sees where you are. God knows your needs. God knows exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what you need. You know, um, but listen to that song where, uh, I, I'm not sure who it is, he heard his mother pray, and he says, uh, we may not have what we're asking for, but we have what we need. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Isn't that good? We may not have what we're asking for, but we, not, we have what we need. The way maker. The way maker. Amen. So, uh, um, God is good. He knows what you need. Yeah. Amen. So it's so important, the testimonies are so important. Because what does it do? It just says that God is, knows, he's been there, you've been there, and God has been proven to be true and uh, faithful to you. So yeah, so uh, I'm sorry. No, this is good, Sal, I'm, I'm grateful. See, he didn't know he was going to do this. Yeah. But I said, honey, I really need you by my side. This is so... And we've been through this together, you know, doing the business together, doing ministry life together. We got we saved together. So our whole being has been together, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And um, we're about to close now. So I, I want to share this um, last scripture with you, and then we'll say a prayer together. Yes. And um, it's Deuteronomy 6, verses 5 through 8. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These words I am commanding you today are to be upon your hearts. And you shall teach them diligently to your children and speak of them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. So this is a word Again, we're going back. We're going back. This is written in the Old Testament. It was written to the Israelites. And we are believing for such a time as this that the conversations around the table in our homes are going to shift about God's goodness, about God's faithfulness. Now, for some of you, you may not have an intimate relationship yet with Jesus. You, you may know of him, but you don't know him. And I want to invite you. I want to invite you to ask Jesus into your heart to receive the gift of salvation, to receive the suffering that he went through so that you can be reconciled to our Heavenly Father. He wants intimacy with you. And it's in these challenging, chaotic circumstances that we can find him in such a real way 
that no one could ever take away the intimacy and the knowing. So God, I, I pray today that if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I pray today that you will say, Jesus, I receive the gift. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I receive what you've done for me on Calvary. I receive that your blood will heal me. Your blood will set me free. Your blood will transform my mind. And that I won't live a life of fear and condemnation. But I will live a life of union with you. And I pray in the name of Jesus, we pray that the spirit of God would come upon you in your homes. And as maybe you crack open your Bible for the first time, that the word of God will come alive. It will woo you. It will woo you into the bosom of the Father. And you will receive a love that is so strong, so pure, yeah. and so holy. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we would see miracles and signs and wonders happening as we unite together in faith, in our families, in our workplaces, and in our neighborhoods, we are going to see revival. Believe that for your own personal life and believe that for the generations to come. Because Jesus said, my kingdom will have no end. So I, I wrote this um, declaration that I really want to invite everyone to say, okay? So I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. And, and this is something that maybe you can, you know, practice on your own. You could write something and just do it together with your families. Do it together with your roommates, with your coworkers. And, it, and this is what the Lord has put on my heart. So I'm going to say it and I'll um, ask that you repeat after me, okay? Jesus, Jesus, thank you that you are the manifestation of the word of God. Thank you that you are the manifestation of the word of God. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. Shedding your blood. Shedding your blood. For us. For us. So that we are reconciled. So that we are reconciled. Into our heavenly fathers. Arms of, love. Arms of love. Jesus, Jesus. Thank, you thank you for forgiving us, for forgiving us of, our sins of our sins and giving us grace, giving us grace to, flee from evil. to flee from evil. Jesus, Jesus. Thank, you thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit to do great exploits, do great exploits on, earth on earth 
as you continually intervene, as you continually intervene and, intercede and intercede on our behalf. Jesus thank, you Jesus, thank you for being our Prince of Peace. Jesus thank, you Jesus, thank you that you renew our minds daily, that you renew our minds daily. filling us with hope, Fill us with hope. Peace, peace and joy and, joy. and delivering, us from all our fears. delivering us from all our fears. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you. for making us overcomers as we, are consumed as we are consumed with your word, with your word and, your Holy Spirit. and your Holy Spirit. Jesus, thank you for filling us with great compassion. Jesus, thank you for, filling us with great compassion. for those who are suffering. For those who are suffering. Let, them feel your comfort Let them feel your comfort with the comfort you have given us. Jesus thank, you Jesus, thank you that we get to be your ambassadors, we get to be your ambassadors of, peace on the earth, of peace on the earth, whether in this nation or the nations of the world. Jesus, thank you that we will witness, we will witness your word come to pass that the gospel of your love, the of your love will, go to the ends of the earth, will go to the ends of the earth and the gates of hell will not prevail. We declare today that Jesus, you are the way, you are the, way, you are the, truth, you are the truth, and you are the life. Amen. So be encouraged. This too will pass. We shall overcome and spring us from. There's a new uh, science of life everywhere. So we speak life, we speak hope, and we speak love into your spirit wherever you go. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Sal and Jewel. I know them for 26 years, and they live it. They've lived it this whole time, and we're just so blessed by having them. But something that they talked about so much is about um, jobs, and did you lose your job, and how they stepped out in faith in a time of a recession, and so forth. And I just want to encourage you, even with that, that the scripture says, Psalm 4610, he says, Be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. So if you are in any kind of worry or anxiety, maybe you didn't even lose your job, but you keep thinking about, oh, the, it's going into a recession, what's going to happen? No. We just speak over you the word, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God, that you would go into the secret place with him, that you would get the anointing from heaven. Just quiet yourself. You, you need to quiet down 
everything, quiet down all the rumblings inside in the name of Jesus. You need to be at peace and hear, hear from heaven. It's not about jumping careers right now. It's about hearing from heaven. The Lord has a plan in the earth, and he's going to accomplish it. It's not, it's not what you can do. It's not, well, if I'm in this career or that career. No. He's put gifts inside of you, and he will bring you before great men. Because he wants to be a show-off. He wants to be the one in charge. So now it's for us to be still and know that we are God. And, that, and I really feel that today. And, and again, then, if you are in any kind of need, if your family is in need, reach out. They're, we're a family, too, and we want to extend our love, our faith, and whatever we can do to help in this season. We're so grateful. You're an amazing body. So many have, have written in, have called in and said, we want to help those that are in need. Anonymously, we want to give. So we've set up a benevolence fund. You can give online through that right into our giving on benevolence to help those that are in need. But I really, really feel we need to be still and don't jump around. No, no, no. We wait on the Lord. And those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. Amen.